up on today's show. I looked at all the Boone and Crockett scores for antlers for deer. Hell yeah. And we were recognized as the number one trophy buck county in the state of Minnesota. The analogy I use is I shoot video like with a machine gun. I just spray around <laughs> and I get what I get and whatever, right? Where, hey, I was out of the air, keeps me in a box in the back of the truck just in case it gets hot back there. Broadcasting from the Tazan Lake Lodge studios, this is the Finding Fins Fishing Podcast. How much direction are you getting from the governor? To generate something like two point. $4 billion. I don't know, maybe you didn't want me to tell the story on the show, but I'm going to tell it anyway. I, I knew you were going to go there. Wise relating to deep mind where there's schools of bait fish. Today's show is brought to you by Haybale Heights on Devil's Lake. Visit haybaleheights.com for more. By Tazan Lake Lodge in northwest Saskatchewan. For trophy lake trout in northern pike, go to tazanlake.com. And by Lake of the Woods Tourism. Plan your trip to Lake of the Woods at lakeofthewoodsmn.com. All right, now we're going to head north, north of where I'm at, not really northern Minnesota, uh, kind of that, it, it's in that area where I've always struggled to, because of west central Minnesota, is it northwest Minnesota, we're going to get to the bottom of it and find out right now with Eric Osberg uh, joining us, he's the Rural Rebound Initiative Coordinator, how many business cards do you need to get that all on there, Eric? It's double, just one double-sided usually takes care of it. <laughs> uh, very good. Well, Otter, I always just think of you as uh, the Outdoor Report in Ottertail County, of course. Uh, wh- where are you at? What do you do, man? So at this moment, I'm, I'm sitting at a boat landing just off of uh, Star Lake. And um, it, it's my job to basically promote Ottertail County as an area to visit and as a place to live and work. So, so my... I'm trying to get people to come up here many times for their summer vacations, whether it's fishing or water skiing or biking or hiking, whatever it is they like to do in the outdoors. And then, and at that same time, introduce the concept of, you know, you don't have to go home, right? Like if you lived here, you know, that, that drive back to the metropolitan area or back to Fargo on Sunday night, you know, if you lived here, you'd be home already. So um, that's what I try to do. Well, I'll tell you what, man, you're doing a good job because uh, for a long time, I didn't know much about Ottertail County. And the more time I spend there, the more time I'm like, what? I mean, I, I do, don't get me wrong. I really enjoy where I live. But Ottertail County is is kind of amazing when you think of the outdoor opportunities that you have there. I mean, between and it's not just fishing either. Some of the hunting opportunities that are there are amazing. If, if you're a water follower. This is this is the the zone, right? Like this is there's some there's world class geese, you know, goose hunting available in um, and 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 so it uh, yeah there's and on a side note, we, we our, I can't remember which magazine or which publication did it, but they looked at all the Boone and Crockett scores for oh. antlers for deer. Oh yeah, and we scored no, we scored number. You know, we were re, we were recognized as the number one trophy buck county in the state of Minnesota. And you usually, you know, you think of bluff country and things right. like that. Um, you know, we we call them swamp donkeys up here. There's <laughs> there's some big huge deer in all these wetlands. You know, getting them out of there is another story. But uh, yeah, whether you're into waterfalling or you're into deer hunting, and and we we literally have a thousand and forty eight lakes. So whatever type of fish you're into, other than Great Lakes, you know, salmon and that, but, um, 
Yeah, there's something for everybody here. The, the hard part about my job is, and I don't want to sound more important than it is, but but do no harm, right? Like like this is an untapped resource, and the locals know about it, right? And the locals mm-hmm. appreciate that, and and I'm I'm always cautious, like gosh, <laughs> you know, I don't want to wreck it for everybody. I don't, you know, but the, but the the. the, the the way I justify it in my brain is Ottertail County is a spread out swath of land, right? Like we're, we're different than many other tourist destinations in that we're not a, a, a centralized city with a, with a, you know, a couple of roads that run through it and a few lakes. Um, uh, uh, Ross Hagemeister is a guide up here and he said it best, you know, we're, we're not a community with lakes around us. We are lakes and it's that, that space in between you know, I was driving from East Silent Lake down to Ottertail Lake the other day, and I maybe met two or three other <laughs> vehicles on the way, and it was all just lake after lake after lake and open feet. You know, back to the deer, you know, the hunting aspect and marsh and field and hills and trees. So we, we have room, right? There, there is space available here. I'm not saying there's a bunch of cheap land for sale, right? But, but, but we're not trying to fill up a, a city with people. We're just trying to fill in the the in between places, so I don't. We're a long way from overcrowding. Well, I had a chance to go up there and do some fishing with Garrett Sphere, and I know actually it was through you that I met Garrett, and now I've I've been fortunate enough to film a couple of TV shows with him. Uh, great guy, great great uh, angler, really knows his stuff. And we actually went up there and filmed an episode on bluegills and to, to talk about the quality bluegill initiative that's being pushed. And I could not believe the size of the bluegills that we were finding up there, Eric. It's, they, they look like a different species sometimes, right? Like, like you don't, you, until you've seen an 11 inch bluegill, until you've held an 11 inch bluegill, a picture won't do it. Just, or even, I mean, video helps, but freakishly big right like like and 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 garrett i mean he's the the bluegill guru he is the you know if i if i had one guy to talk about bluegills it, w- it would be garrett because he he has forgotten more about bluegill fishing than i'll ever know but he you know he taught me about you know in his boat if it's nine inches or bigger it goes back mm-hmm. you know and it doesn't matter what body of water he's on he's he's putting he's putting those bluegills back into production and and I've, I've, I've learned a little bit through the, the Minnesota DNR, you know, some of that is genetics, right? Garrett, Garrett is a big proponent of keeping those genetics in the pool, uh, gene pool. But, but the other thing is competition. If a, if you have a, a little bluegill and they see that 11 inch bluegill or that dare I say 12 inch bluegill or 10 inch, whatever it is, if they see that big fish and they're competing with that fish for reproduction, they have to put their energy into growth. They have to get big in order to be the big kid on the block, right? You'd start taking those bigger bluegills out of the system and those littler fish can start reproducing at a much younger age. And so they don't put their energy into growth, they put their energy into reproduction. And and, and I'm not a biologist or fisheries expert, but again, I've been told, you know, a bluegill can live 18 years. And they, they grow about an inch a year, so you get in a... a 10, 11 inch bluegill, it could be 15 years old or eight, you know, 16 or 12 or 13 years old. And it might, you know, that's only, you know, think of it like a human, that's a 40 year old human, right? It's half of its lifespan. So yeah, keeping, letting, selective harvesting is a, 
goes hand in hand with this, you know, do no harm thing, right? It's okay to come up here and catch some trophy bluegills, but if you're looking for a meal at nine inches or bigger in my boat anyways, it's going back. Yeah. I'm becoming more and more of a catch and release guy myself too, especially with those big fish. I mean, there's no reason to keep some of those big ones. I know some people want to put one on the wall or something like that, but I'm a pretty big proponent of replicas though, just because, Hey, if you, if you find a good, I mean, you, you want to have a good artist do your replica for you and it's going to cost you a little bit of money, but it's going to last so much longer and it's going to look a a lot nicer. And those genetics stay in the lake and, and that fish stays in the lake for somebody else to have, have a crack at that trophy. So uh, that's that's the way I look at it. Nowadays, you can get a picture of it. You know, you can get right. a picture. You can do. I had uh, Darren Amundsen on recently talking about fish donkey, and part of his deal in his tournaments is uh, contesting is you, you film measuring it with with video on your phone, and then you you video the release. You got everything. I mean, if you want to if you want to put something on the wall, you can do the replica, or you can blow up a picture of it. You'll have a picture of it, and if somebody doesn't believe you, well, you got a video of yourself measuring it. You know, I mean, the, the old trophies. Right. You know, the bragging of the trophies. I have I have mounts behind behind me, but it's more because I, I appreciate looking at them. I don't, I don't have any fish. It's all, it's all mostly birds, right. but, um, obviously you can't really catch and release a pheasant <laughs> and right. pheasant, that's, that's pheasant are delicious right. and they only live two years generally. So it's not like you're really doing a lot of damage to the population there. But, uh, speaking of pheasants, obviously you've got a few of those up in Ottertail County and, uh, you, you've got a lot of opportunities for a lot of different things. I fished, I, I did one little quick little bass tournament one time when I was living in Fargo and that's where we went. It was in Ottertail County. I can't remember what the lake was, but uh, we fished for, we caught, it was a bass tournament. So we caught nice smallmouth. We caught nice largemouth. I know, uh, I know people that bow fish up there and, and have some really good bow fishing success, but I think you and I are kind of on the same wavelength when it comes to the type of species we like fishing for right now. And it's the ones that, you know, the, like the, the 17, 18 inches that taste really good in the frying pan. And that's wall walleye fishing and it seems like just about every day for a while there eric i was opening up facebook and i was seeing you holding up a holding up a walleye uh you you get out there a little bit for him don't you i do and and i've been you know so i grew up a bass fisherman when i was a kid it was bass right and so so i kind of had that catch and release mentality because bass don't usually taste that great sometimes they do but um i've been amazed so I fished big body, you know, I did the Mille Lacs thing. I did the Lake of the Woods thing. I, you know, I've, I went to these big destination lakes and I can go to a lake and I'm not going to say the name of the lake or lakes, but I've got a, a handful of lakes that I can go to that I know that I have a legitimate shot of a 25 inch plus walleye. Now, if I want a meal, right, and Ottertail, Ottertail Lake is a great quantity lake, right? You want... I want to have a fish fry. Okay, well, then you go to Ottertail because you're going to get a lot of cookie cutter, 13, 14, up to 20 inches, right? And that's a a great meal lake. But what's been so fun about me with this job is I, you know, I I lived my life east and and south of Ottertail County, right? I, I would always go, and this is no offense to anybody, but I would go to the Brainerd Lakes area or I would go to the Alexandria area. And this, so this is all new to me, right? Like I'm not from here, so that there's discovery gets to happen, and you're like, oh, that's That's fun. There's you know 1,048 lakes. To to put that in perspective, if I visited a new lake once a week, it would take me 20 years 
<laughs> right? Like, like I'm That's 47 nuts. years old. And I said, you know what? My goal for the next 20 years is to, you know, 20 years. That's one a week, and that's still a lot, right? <laughs> so, yeah, there's some there's some gems up here, and and even lakes like Ottertail, um, they have big walleyes too, and and it's it's been a sleeper county, right? Like it's right. It, you touched on it early. It's, it, geographically, it's pretty ambiguous. Where is mm-hmm. Ottertail County? Can I find it on a map, right? Um, so, what do you so, do? You call it so, Northwest yeah. Minnesota? Do you call it West Central, Western Minnesota? What do you call it, Eric? I, I guess West Central, but you're right. It's a little more north of that, right? Like it's it's it's. I don't know what to call. I could call it Ottertail County. That's. that's <laughs> I, I don't know how to. I but, can find it. But. I mean, I always had that struggle, even in Fargo. You think about Fargo. You know, I I grew up in the southern half of Minnesota, and when you think about Fargo, oh, yep. you're going up north to Fargo there. Hey, yeah, sure. Nah. And and you get to Fargo and there's still another couple hours before you get to the, you know, the Canadian border from there. So you live yeah. in Fargo, you don't really feel like you're, or your Moorhead say, you don't feel like you're really in Northern Minnesota at that point. And you're, you're kind of in Northwest Minnesota, I guess, technically, but I don't know. It's well, just. It, 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 and not, not to interrupt, but I think that's kind of the appeal of the county is the topography and the, it, it all changes, right? So down in the South east corner which is parker's prairie which is 20 minutes north of alexandria right like 25 minutes north of alexandria you're in ottertail county and that's mostly farmland right it's it's that's the agriculture is is a big part of the southeast part of the county but it's kind of in quadrants right so you've got you've got that down in the southeast and then you've got you know the the northeast which is the new york mills dare i say perham area and that's more industry, right? You've got Lund boats, mm-hmm. you've got KLN, you've got Tuffies, you've got this manufacturing hub up in the northeast. And then the northwest corner, which is closest to Fargo, I mean, it's only 45 minutes from the northwest corner to Fargo. You got the rolling hills and Maplewood State Park and lakes and turns and all this stuff. And then the southwest corner is kind of the, the Fergus Falls area is what, what I would call it, where... You know, you've got a large community of 14,000 people. But even within the, the, the county itself, it's different, right? Like like the southeast corner is different than the northwest, and the northeast is different than the southwest. And and again, it back to what you said earlier about whatever you're into, as long as it's outdoor-related, hiking, biking, paddling, canoeing, hunting, fishing, if you're into the outdoors, there's something for you to do here and to fall in love with. Well, I was hoping to do something there in early May this year, Eric, but obviously that didn't happen. <laughs> that didn't happen. We're going to do it again, or we're going to try again. That's so awesome. I mean, I, I guarantee you, if you went back and you went to, you know, uh, Brainerd or Park Rapids or some of the other, uh, Albert Lee last year, if you go back to those communities and say, we get an extra year to prepare for our governor's fishing opener. <laughs> They're going to be upset. Now I know it. I know you didn't want to put it off for a year for sure, but it gives you a little bit more time to get ready. That's nice that they just pushed it back and are are letting you have it there next year. I guess. Yeah, it worked out. We, you know, we've, you know, we've been a little distracted the last few months, so we, it's kind of been put on the back burner. It's yeah. all it's been on the top of our mind, right? But, um, yeah. Yeah, so next, you know, the governor's fishing opener is going to be in Ottertail County uh, in May of 2021, and um, and it uh, it's going to be different. You know, now who knows what we will and won't be able to do, 
even in spring, right? So it'll be it'll be a little bit different, um, but it'll be fun. And we had some we had some new ideas that you know we were ready to to, to throw out there. And, and speaking speaking of fish donkey, you know we're gonna have a we're gonna have an online fishing derby, right? That'll be that'll be part of our celebration, and that can still happen, you know, because of the way their their app is set up. And so, but yeah, we're gonna be hosting the the governor's fishing opener and. Um, it's it's our opportunity to to highlight a bunch of different lakes and and the diverse opportunities that exist. All right, so Eric, the other day you posted something on Facebook that was top secret. What <laughs> what can you tell us about it? Well, um, we're fortunate that we've been able to make a connection with a with a super talented videographer. His name is Micah Kavit. And he works with his, in conjunction with his wife, Jenna Kavit, and they have a brand called Wander the Map. And and so over the past few years, they've literally been globetrotting like Iceland and Greenland and Singapore and going to all these places. And, and the, 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 the level of their work is like, like I shoot video, but... The analogy I use is I shoot video like with a machine gun. I just spray around <laughs> and I get what I get and whatever, right? Where Micah is, and I call him a sniper. He picks his shot, he gauges the wind, he gets everything right, and then he pushes record and then he, he, he got it, right? So we've been fortunate to work with them because they're from Pelican Rapids. They, they have a connection to this place. And um, so, yeah, so over the years, you know, we're, we're a tourism organizations so explore minnesota is is our you know association that we that we work with on the on the up ladder and and we've been um we've been fortunate to work with them but yeah so we're working on our 2021 marketing campaign and and we've been again lucky enough to have mike and jenna be a part of that and he he's he's just magic he does things with the camera that i didn't know were possible so so yeah, so we're excited. So well, well, let's talk about tourism right now because um, I, technically I'm supposed to be in Saskatchewan right now up at Tazan Lake right. Lodge doing some work for the lodge up there, but obviously we can't. And tourism to Canada obviously has, has taken a big hit. And talking to some other friends of mine in the tourism industry, Joe Henry, um, you know, a lot of people are looking for destinations within the United States to say take a, a fishing trip to or find some, you know, backup destination for their trip this year are you seeing some of that in Ottertail County or how, how has life changed for you there this this summer it, it's funny because I was meeting the, the the video that we were filming the other night was at Sunset Bay Resort and and it's on it's on Dead Lake you know big beautiful lake like 6,000 acres 5,000 acres don't quote me on that but it's a big beautiful lake and they are having their best summer ever hmm. right to your to your point um, there's certain things people can't do now, and so they're looking for alternatives. And but then, but then there's the other end of the spectrum where where some resorts, for whatever reasons, are 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 not having the busiest summer ever, right? Like it's noticeably less busy. So I, I don't know what the magic formula is. I just know that you know since March, um, and. I'm always trying to look for the silver lining, right? Like I control the controllables and let's find the, the, the silver lining. I do think that a lot of people that didn't have a connection with the outdoors 
or had forgotten about the outdoors are rediscovering that, right? Like, well, we can't play baseball or we can't do this or our little league or, you know what I mean? Like, what are we going to do? Well, let's, you know, you look at the, the, the license sales for fishing in Minnesota, they're off the charts, right? Mm-hmm. You, you know, the, the fishing industry in general, go to a, go to a, go to a bait shop and try to yep. buy a lure, right? Like they're gone. Mm-hmm. So there, again, I don't know if it's perspective or what it is, but we, we are, some places are busier than they've ever been because of what you mentioned, people are looking for alternatives. But that being said, there's, there's, it's not too late. There's still opportunities. If somebody hasn't made that connection with the outdoors yet, um, there, there's, there's plenty of places you can do that up here. Uh, is your mascot going to make an appearance today at all? <laughs> Actually, do you, do you want to talk to the mascot? Sure. Does, does the mascot have a name? Well, it's your inner otter, so whatever name you want to give your ah, it's, I call, it's an ambig, it's an ambiguous thing. I call mine um, Bill. You call you, yeah, Bill. Don't ask, don't ask me why. So the inner otter, yeah. Do you want the inner otter to make an appearance? <laughs> well, of course. I think everybody hey, does. Right the bed. The bed. <laughs> there he is. Hey, I was. I, Eric keeps me in a box in the back of the truck just in case it gets hot back there. Thanks a lot, Eric. But, uh, but yeah. So, so yeah. Eric was talking about tourism, and 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 uh, yeah, we've been. This is the, my job is to try to try to help people find their inner otter, right? Like your okay. So your inner otter is Bill, and uh, there's sure. there, we we got something we can. I think you're an outdoorsy otter, right? If we were to find a type, you'd be an outdoorsy. Absolutely. Well, good. Well, good. Well, we we appreciate you having us on, and we always we always love to talk about uh, all the fun stuff to do up here. So, so uh, uh, do, do you want you have any more questions for me, or should I put me back in the box? Well, as a matter of fact, we're gonna play a little game with you if that's all right. Oh, I love games. Yeah. <laughs> so it's time to play more than you ever wanted to know, more than you ever wanted to know about otters. All right, you, all right. I, I, I should be good at this. You'd think so, right? So more than you ever wanted to know about otters, what is an otter's den called? It's multiple choice. What is an otter's den called? Is it A, a couch? Is it B, a sofa? Is it C, a love seat? Or is it D, the smoker's lounge? Well, that depends on what type of otter you're going to talk about. I'm going to go with uh, couch. It is couch. That is correct. More than you ever wanted to know about um, otters. We're off to a good start. <laughs> that's, that's that's the whole game. It's only one question. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe someday we'll add more questions to the game. But for now, that's all it is. More than you ever want to know about otters. Uh, Eric Osberg and your inner otter. I appreciate the time here on the show. If people want to learn more about Ottertail County, where should they go to find out more? They can go to uh, OttertailLakesCountry.com. I didn't, Ottertail... wa- I didn't want to hear it from you, though. I thought... <laughs> <laughs> I have to pay him five and a half. <laughs> uh, it's our, our Um I always give out my personal cell phone number too. My personal cell is 218-639-3130. Um, find me on, you know, I get, I get all sorts of messages from folks who are like, Hey, where should I get a burger or where should I stay? Or where are you catching those fish? Um, so that's my job, right? Like if people have questions, they can call me, text me, or go to ottertailllakescountry.com uh, and 
and and and search on their own. Um, just reach out to us. We're we're here to help. And the outdoor report as well. The outdoor report, right? That's that's uh, yeah. We're always around. We're 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 um, you know we're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on. I'm on Twitter. You know, um, uh, we're on Instagram. Um, it's it's so much of my energy has gone into this job. I, I right. feel like I've kind of forgotten about the outdoor. I still post stuff there, but it's maybe not as engaging as it used to be. It's just me and my boy fishing or my girl <laughs> or something. Nothing wrong but, with uh, that. that can be a, that can be entertaining too. So, so yeah, the outdoor report or uh, ottertaillakescountry.com. Very good. Eric, thanks for the time on the show today. I appreciate you having on. This has been the Finding Fins Fishing Podcast, part of the Sporting Journal Radio family. Find us online at findingfins.com and make sure to check out our sponsors. They're pretty cool. Devil's Lake is legendary, and this summer has been legendary for walleyes. Don't miss out. Call Haybell Heights Campground and Resort today to book one of their modern cabins on East Bay. The cabins are furnished with a full bathroom, kitchen, and all the amenities like high-speed internet and are clean following CDC guidelines. Staying at Haybell Heights gives you full access to a private boat launch, fish cleaning station, and beach area. Learn more at haybellheights.com. That's haybellheights.com. Plan your trip to legendary Devil's Lake today. As we all navigate through the tough times of 2020, finding new ways to enjoy summer has become a way of life. If you're searching for the perfect getaway this summer, look no further than the walleye capital of the world, Lake of the Woods. Fish the Rainy River, Big Traverse Bay, and don't forget you can still experience the uniqueness of the Northwest Angle. For your best chance to catch big fish, go where the big fish are, Lake of the Woods. Plan your trip at lakeofthewoodsmn.com. If Trophy Lake Trout and Monster Northern Pike are on your list this summer, book a trip to Tazan Lake Lodge in northwestern Saskatchewan. Everything from numbers to big fish. See pictures, videos, and more at tazanlake.com. This is quite the fishery. Our five-star chef will feed you well after a day of chasing giants on Tazan Lake. Dream come true. Get rates, dates, and more of what you can expect. It could be the best fish you've ever had in your life. At tazanlake.com. That's tazanlake.com. Tazan Lake Lodge is a proud partner of Tourism Saskatchewan. Hunt, fish, conserve, repeat. That's the mission here at Sporting Journal Radio, and if you love the outdoors as much as we do, show it off with new wildlife-themed gear from the Sporting Journal Radio store. From hoodies to hats, coffee mugs, wildlife prints, and you can even make your phone stand out with a new case sporting some high-quality wildlife photography. Go to sportingjournalradio.com and click on Store. We have a huge selection of gear with new items being added every week. Powered by Shopify, which is trusted by over 1 million businesses and offering a variety of ways to pay, including PayPal. Shop now at sportingjournalradio.com.